together 24-7, episode 000. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our very first podcast for Together 24-7. I am your hostess, Catherine Cohen. And I'm your host, Barry Cohen. So we've decided to do this podcast, Together 24-7, for all of you crazy entrepreneurs out there that are also married to, engaged to, living with, or otherwise committed to your business partner in a romantic way, I guess you could say. Or at least committed. At least committed. So um, this is our, as I said, our first introductory podcast, or as we podcasters like to call it, episode 000. That's right. We're podcasters now, aren't we? We are. We're podcasters. Congratulations. Congratulations to you, too. Wanted to tell you a little bit about how our show is going to go and a little bit about ourselves at the same time. Our show is going to be interviewing couples that uh, live together and work together. Find out how they do that crazy thing that they do. Living together, working together without driving each other crazy. That's something that you and I, Catherine, have been doing for a long time. Uh, 2003 is when we went into business together. We both had businesses separately before that, but we, for whatever reason, said, hey, we can actually work together. Let's do something. Right. And that that gives us the first part of what our podcast will be, which is the intro, introducing our uh, speakers, our, our guests. And that starts us, our story, the Barry and Catherine story or the Barry and Catherine show. And in 2003, after having our own businesses and being in a barter exchange, we decided to start a barter exchange. And that's what we did from 2003 till 2013. And for those that don't understand our New York accent, as we're told we have one, I don't get it, but uh-huh. we don't. That's barter, B-A-R-T-E-R. Not border. We don't do anything on state lines or country lines. It's barter, as in barter and trade. As barter and trade. And it's an interesting business. And uh, about 2009, we shifted over or added to our uh, what we do. Uh, We added a software called Barter 21, and it is a software specifically for barter and trade exchanges, and and that's what we do right now, and that's what we do very successfully. We sure do. Um, Wow. I just had a complete brain freeze, Catherine. You did. You did. So uh, that's a little bit about us. So what a barter exchange is, for those who don't know, groups of businesses that trade their goods and services with each other. And the barter exchange oversees those trades. The barter exchange is the one that puts people together. Hey, you need a lawyer. Hey, you need your car fixed. That's what the barter exchange does. And what our software does, Barter 21 software, is it calculates all those transactions. It calculates the fees that the exchange charges. And here in the U.S., it calculates those wonderful 1099B forms for the IRS, that institution we all know and love. <laughs> and Catherine, why don't we do this? Why don't we go back a little bit uh, 
so people get an understanding of how we evolved into what we're doing now uh, to, from Barter 21 to the podcast. Let's go back a little bit further and tell me a little bit about, or I know, tell our audience, <laughs> I hope I know, uh, tell our audience a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are. My background, I was born on October 10th, 1964. Oh, you don't want to know that much. No, okay. no, no, no. I come from entrepreneurial parents. I come from an entrepreneurial family. So crazy runs deep with us. Um, my parents owned a shoe store in beautiful Richmond Hill, Queens, New York. And uh, they owned that together until my father's passing and my mother continued to own that. Uh, my parents gave my brother a store uh, that he ran a little bit with his wife and a little bit not. Um, and then when my mother retired, that store went to my sister and brother-in-law. So retail business is in my blood. Uh, working with your spouse is in my blood. And it's what I've always known my whole life. And to me, that's the way you do things. You live together, work together, and do everything together 24-7. Well, did you start as an entrepreneur? I did not. I did not start as an entrepreneur. I started in the advertising industry. Uh, I am a graduate of the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. Yay! What's what's their what's their mascot? We go, go... Nothing? I don't remember what our mascot is. Go Sewing Machine. Go Sewing Machine. That's our mascot. And, um, and I, uh, I got into the advertising industry, and after a while, my specialty was printing. Printing, publishing, publications, advertising, all of that sort of stuff, and it's a it's a dying art. Um, from there, I just randomly decided to go to massage school. I've always been into health and wellness, um, alternative healing, and I decided to go to massage school, and I did that for a number of years, and that's how I became involved with the barter exchange. I was a member of a barter exchange, and then I dragged you along kicking and screaming, I think. Yes, you did. And from there, we are two people that uh, not only complain, but change. So the first thing that we do is we express how we don't like something, and then we turn around and go, we could do this better and do it. So that's how we started the barter exchange. Well, well, in all fairness, um, we were having lunch with a friend of ours, and we were having, let's call it a bitch session. We shall call it that. About and the barter exchange that we were all in. And she actually said to us, why don't you start your own exchange? And that's what we did. And from 2003 to 2013, we ran that successfully. But in about 2007, we noticed that the choices for software, which is something that you need in a barter exchange were few and far between, and so that's when we embarked on creating Barter 21. I'm going to stop the story there so you can tell us a little bit about you. Me? No one wants to know about me. Everybody wants to know about that's you. That's true. I'm wonderful. So so my story goes back to, again, in New York. Catherine and I actually met in New York, and just to let everybody know where we're at, we actually live in Phoenix, Arizona. We've been living here for the past 20 years. And plan on dying here, too. So this is where we're at. If you ever find a dried out body in the desert, that's us or one of us anyway. Uh, so my story goes back to New York. Also, um, I am a graduate of DeVry Technical Institute. Uh, you know that today as DeVry University. Uh, back then, they offered two courses of study, electronics technician and electronics engineering. 
I am not a kind of guy that I'm not the kind of guy that sits behind a desk and writes stuff down and thinks up stuff and plans it and doesn't do it. So I'm, I went for the technician course. So I wanted to get my hands dirty. And that's what I do with everything. Uh, just do it. Get it done. And I spent many years learning the computer industry and coming out to Phoenix after a few corporate jobs. I, the last job I had after running a technical support help desk, um, I didn't like that job much, so I left it and I couldn't figure out what to do. And Catherine, you said, why don't you just start your own company? Uh, and I did. I started a computer repair company that morphed into a website design and hosting company, uh, which got me into barter, just like Catherine said. Uh, when she was doing her massage, her massage therapy, I was doing computer repair and website design. Uh, so we both joined the barter exchange, loved it, and then realized we didn't love the company that we were with. So we set out to do it on our own. Uh, and that's where we stand today. Uh, we got rid of the barter exchange. We have our software that we run. And now we're trying to help other couples because so many times our friends and family come up to us and say, how do you work together? How can you put up with each other? Uh, so, so we decided to let people know and tell people, hey, you can do it. It can be done. And we are bringing people onto this show that we're going to interview that have done it successfully, just as we've done since 2003. That's true. So the the show will be the intro and, and getting to know you, which you got to know us. And, and Barry, by the way, do you come from an entrepreneurial background? Uh, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I skipped that part, didn't I? You did. Thank you for bringing it up. Uh, my father is a CPA. He's had his own practice for many, many years. Uh, and uh, my mother always worked with him, uh, still does. My father is, as of this recording, 81 years old. And he says he's going to retire, but I truly don't think he ever will. So, uh, listeners out there, in February of 2016, or did he say after the 2016 tax season, he will be retiring. So, listeners out there, as you listen well into the future to this episode 000, check back with us to see if Larry, um, not Barry, my husband, but Larry, my father-in-law, has retired. That'll be a little contest. You know, when will Larry retire? I've got 20 bucks that says he's not retiring. I, I bet 30 that says he's not retiring. <laughs> so I'll make $10 on the deal. So um, so we know how we did it, how we started in business together, and, and how we do this day to day. We were both entrepreneurs in the past, as were our parents. Um, when did we realize that we could do this without ruining our relationship? I don't think we ever even thought about it. I don't either. We just went in and said, we're going to do this. And there was no question of, well, can we do this? Will we kill each other? We, we, because we both grew up with it. There was never even a question about it. True. So division of labor. Let's talk about Barter 21 and the Barter software. And, um, and we also find, by the way, in that, that there's a lot of husband and wife uh, entrepreneurs that uh, that do that. That's true. Then not that do the software that actually start a barter exchange Change. and work together because it's it's a great type of business where where the division of labor labor can be split. So uh, with us with our software company, um, let's just uh, a quick disclaimer. We also have another partner who's the actual programmer, uh, the lead programmer for the company. Uh, so neither Catherine nor, Catherine nor I 
are um, what are they called? Code jockeys. I, I code jockeys, I guess. Okay, geeks, geeks, I just, nerds. Well, I'm, but a, I'm a geek. geek and a nerd, so, but so. but yeah, uh, we don't do the actual coding. So what we do is take care of the customers. Catherine is the good-looking sales chick. I am. And I do a lot of the service and support. Uh, a lot of the technical issues will come through me. A lot of the operational issues, Catherine, you take care of those. The operational issues. So I take care of the sales, talking to um, potential customers, talking to clients, and then the training. Uh, we have a whole training program for people who want to start and grow a barter exchange. So I do all the training. I've created the training materials. And... Um, it, that's our division of labor. I am more on the sales training side. Barry is more on the technical side. Barry is the one who works with our partner, Luther, on the technical issues. And um, then we overlap with dealing with customers. I think we do a lot of overlapping with that. We do. And to be clear, also, if if somebody calls out of the blue and wants information on our company and I answer the phone, I talk to them. If somebody calls in and a customer calls in and has technical questions, you talk to them. So there's, there is overlap there. You, you definitely want overlap in your business. You, you want to know what your partner is doing, just like any business. If you went out and hired somebody or if you were the employee in a business, you the owner, the boss would need to know a little bit about what you do so that they're not at a complete loss. But... Some of the other things that we overlap with responsibilities are editing. Oh, absolutely. Um, if an email goes out that can be controversial, for lack of a better term, uh, could tick somebody off if, you know, if, if it's not worded right, uh, we edit each other. We do edit each other. Uh, you know, if I'm if I'm because I think we all get into this rut, for lack of a better term, that if. Something just happened that got you upset and angry. You start sending an email back to that person that is, sounds upset and angry. Uh, the other person has to ground you. Uh, and by, by editing that email, so, no, you can't say that. Take that whole paragraph out. And it's not only that. I think it's also uh, technical. In my head, when I write, I know what I'm talking about. And I'm trying to explain something to uh, a client. And I know exactly what it is. I live this day in and day out. But sometimes you don't get that down on paper. And so somebody else has got to come in and read it for you. So that's where we have a little bit of an overlap. What is our what is our biggest entrepreneurial fight? What is that fight about? Does that come into our private lives? Well, it with us, it is always about pricing. It is. Um, as I like to say, you are the queen of all discounts. I'm trying to get better. But if you want to sponsor the show, talk to me first. Uh, basically, what it comes down to is we, we have set prices for our service, um, and one of us likes to discount it before a discount is even asked for, uh, before anybody says, well, that's a little bit too much. And we, we've, we're at the point now where we don't discount. Uh, this is These are our prices. This is where we're at. Uh, the business is at a level that can afford to do that. Um, when you're first starting out, you're always going to have negotiations. Uh, you, you need to you need your client base. You need to get the core clients in no matter what your company is. It doesn't matter what the business is with us. It's service related and it's it's a subscription base. So we want the core business with consistent income coming in. Uh, so we're always going to discuss pricing. Pricing is, is probably the biggest. And I'm sure there's been a fight or two afterwards, but it's never really come into our personal lives. No, it, it never has. Um, I mean, even when. 
we were struggling to get the business going, we actually, I remember saying to you specifically, we can't let this affect us personally. Uh, and consciously saying that and knowing that, I think that's what kept it from getting into our personal life. Absolutely. So what are some of the pitfalls and some of the joys that we've experienced being together 24 hours a day, seven days a week? And we really are. We, we, we really are. And now that you said that, we're really together that, that we much. Are. We are. Why haven't you killed me yet? I don't know. But what are some, what are some of the pitfalls? I, I, think, I think one of the pitfalls, I'll answer the question first. Okay. Um, I think one of the pitfalls is not being social with your girlfriends or with your guy friends. Um, forgetting to have a guy's night out, forgetting to have a girl's night out. I think that could be one of the pit, pitfalls of being together 24-7 because you just automatically go into a routine and you don't take the time out to say, you know what, let me call up my girlfriends and let's all go get Manny Petties or a glass of wine or something and just unwind. You never ask me to go for a Manny Petty. I don't. Good. Um, I, I think that's probably the best, the biggest pitfall you're, you're right you, when you work together live together personal life business life everything's together that is your life it is um so when you're when you're with your friends it's kind of hard to turn it off sometimes uh but you're absolutely right i mean every now and then i do have guys night we'll go out find a nice craft beer bar cigar bar and just enjoy ourselves and and i think that's important what's some of the joys of working together 24 hours a day seven days a week Oh, well, just the joy of being with you, darling. He wasn't being sarcastic, even though he sounded very sarcastic. He wasn't being sarcastic. I I think um, being close enough to somebody that you can bounce any idea off of, whether it's personal or professional, truly, truly getting to know your partner, truly getting to know another person and knowing that they really do have your back. Um, I I look back on some friends and, you know, they, uh, you know, they all have jobs and um, they kind of live separate lives and you don't want to rehash your whole day with your spouse. You know, how did your day go? How did your day go? And sometimes I think um, I have the joy of being able to not rehash the day because we live the day together, but being able to delve deeper into everything, you know, from you know, does this dress make my butt look fat to, um, you know, doing activities like hiking or biking or, you know, planning a trip together. We really know each other. And, and I love that. I don't think other people who don't work together know each other as deeply as we know each other. Probably not, because, you know, you're talking more or less on a superficial level. Uh, you know, there are, there are couples that are together for years and years and years. And they can run out of things to talk about. You know, when, when you have a business together, well, you know, what can we do next for the business? What can we do now? How can, how can we increase business? How can we expand the business? How can we create a new business uh, so that you never run out of things to talk about? And, you know, there are times that we're in the car uh, and the radio isn't on. We're just driving and there's nothing coming out of either of our mouths. And it's like, well, that's weird. That doesn't happen. That is weird. So, Let's tell the listeners one or two things that we do to separate family time from business time then. 
Because you're making it sound like we're all business all the time, and we're not. That's true. We're, we're not. We, we love to get out, vacation, uh, go hang out with our friends. Uh, the biggest time for us, what we love the most, is when we have uh, Christmas Eve over here at our house, we invite about 30 or 40 of our closest friends. I don't think it's that many. No? It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It spills out into the yard. And we have a very small house right now. So, um, But it's an all-fish dinner. It's, uh, it is my mom's traditional dinner. And uh, stuffed clams, stuffed shrimp, baked shrimp, spaghetti, spaghetti with a really nice sauce. There's so much food, There's, and it's just some we we just love to we we wind up spending two days cooking, and we, we it's just so much fun to have all of our friends here uh, and just everybody enjoying themselves. That's true. We we really enjoy that. So so we do have a a, a separation of our free time and our and our business time. Barry, what books are you reading right now, or book? Uh, the book I just finished reading for the umpteenth time is The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And that's from 19, I don't know, something, I think it's a single digit, I don't know, it's way back then. It's, it's way back but then. But still relevant today. And uh, I am also reading that book, um, that was actually an assignment for us. So uh, I'm, I'm finishing up reading that book, as well as uh, I'm reading uh, John Lee Dumas's book on podcasting. So here we are in the middle of the podcast and just reviewing that book again um, and just kind of getting ready to see what I want to read next. What would you be doing if we weren't in business together? Oh, gosh. Um, I would, I'm sure, be doing something with computers. Uh, that's what I've done all my life. Um, and it's something I love doing. I'll probably never give up repairing computers. It's just what I love, absolutely love doing. Well, you'll never give up repairing computers because every time we go to visit your parents in New York, your mother hands you her computer and says, fix it. That's true. That's so true. I'll never give up computer repair. Uh, and so I'm sure that I would probably still be in business for myself because at the end of my corporate career, I was at the point where I just hated it. I couldn't stand going into work every day. I couldn't stand having people complain every day about going into work every day. And, you know, I was one of them. Uh, so I would definitely still be working for myself as an entrepreneur and it would more than likely be a computer repair business. Yeah, I think I would have uh, stayed in massage therapy, um, probably learned a few more of the um, the different modalities that I was looking into and maybe open up a spa or something like that. But I would definitely be working for myself as well. I don't like employees. I don't like, you know, I would have renters, but not employees, things like that. So that's a little bit about the interview. And then our last round in interviewing people is called the food round. Now, Yay, food. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about our background. I did introduce myself as Catherine Cohen, but my real name is... Real? My real name. Your real name? My whole name. Okay. My real name is Catherine Napoli Cohen. So, Cohen is my married name. Napoli is my maiden name. I am 100% full-blooded, pure, unadulterated Italian. And so, food is really important to me, and you are... I well, right now I have the sympathy of every listener that's that's hearing this right now because you are a full blooded Italian. Yes. So um, I am one hundred percent Jewish, and food runs strong in my family. The force runs strong. I mean, the food runs yes. strong with you. So we decided to do a food round. Um, I, I think you know, think 
about your first date with whomever, whether it's the person you're with now or some other first date, and it probably involved food. And I know for us, family functions involve food. Um, family functions require food. Family functions require food. Um, in in many instances, um, my mother would remember the food that we had at an event and not the event itself. Um, so food is is really important and I think I think it tells to the personality. So what is your favorite meal to cook together or uh, your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Well, aside from Christmas Eve, which we absolutely love doing, I think our favorite thing to do together is not so much a meal, but a liquor. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm sure most of you have heard of limoncello, which is a lemon... Um, liqueur. It's an Italian liqueur. Um, we actually make our own. Uh, there, there's. If you want to find recipes, there's a zillion of them out there on the internet. Most of them say use vodka. We say no to vodka and use Everclear. That makes some strong stuff. That makes some strong stuff and flammable. Uh, but what's really cool and what what we love doing is different flavors. Um, so we do lemon, we do lime, we do orange, we do tangelo, we do grapefruit. Uh, and the one that we do that we get the most requests for, especially from my mother, hi mom, is chocolate cello. Uh, it's an amazing drink that we made. And the reason we made that is because somebody said to us, hey, you do all these cellos. Have you tried chocolate? Yes, and, and we have a new challenge on the table, and that is green apple. Green apple. So, so with the chocolate, with, with chocolate, we accepted the challenge. With the green apple, we actually forgot that we were challenged about six months ago. Yes, and and we've we've reaccepted the challenge, and so we will be making green apple cello. Uh, um, stay tuned for results on that. And the final question: well, Wait, what's your favorite? I, I like making the cellos together. I like when we do pizza together. Oh, pizza's fun. We have a pizza oven in the backyard. Um, we grow our own tomatoes, so we do our own pizza, and it's, it's quite fun to make pizza. But we're not going to grow our own cows to make the cheese. No, we're not. Okay, no. good. That's where we'll draw the line. Excellent. Uh, the, the chickens for the eggs are coming soon. So last question, red, white, or beer? I will do red and craft beer. Um, in this house, and I apologize if I offend anybody ahead of time, um, anything from Anheuser-Busch, Coors, or Miller does not cross the threshold of this house. This is very true. I am a red wine drinker, although I like white wines as dessert. Very sweet, uh, Moscato-type white wines for dessert, ice wines for dessert. But I am definitely a red wine drinker. So that's a little bit about how, how our interview will flow and how we... Uh, you know, got together and, and started being entrepreneurs who are married. Now, our, our interview is our favorite part of the, of the show, what it's going to be. But our second favorite is just us having a little bit of fun. Um, do you want to introduce the segment? So the next segment is going to be called, uh, we're still working on the title, but it's Pet Peeves. Pet Peeves of the Day. Pet Peeves of the Day, specifically in business. While it's um, a pet peeve, it is also a little bit of business advice. Okay. I will go with that. Uh, <laughs> Catherine's making this up as she goes along, given the definition. So I have the honor of doing the first pet peeve of the day. So I'm very excited for this. So folks, if you're in business and you send emails, please use full words. Do not send an email like you're sending a text. 
don't abbreviate words except for maybe words that are supposed to be like etc um something similar to that but make sure you spell out the words don't put lols in your business emails i don't care how funny you think something is it doesn't belong don't put emoticons or emojis i think they're called now don't put those into your business emails they don't belong they're not professional and for the love of god do not make the subject line the entire message Subject line is short. The body of the message goes in the email itself. I feel better now. You feel better now. I do. Do you have a pet peeve that you'd like us to talk about on the air? Go ahead and send us an email about your pet peeve, and if we like it, we'll read it on air. Send your pet peeve to PP, that's the letter P and the letter P for pet peeve, nothing else, PP at together247.net. That's PP at together247.net. And if we like your pet peeve, we'll read it on the air. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.